Suburban Gangsters, your boy Jordo. J-Line. And we are the Suburban Gangsters. We got my yes, boy Cordy Vintage in the building. What up, Cordy? What up, B? It's live and we got Cuzzo Jules. What up, Jules? What aye, up, Jules? Aye, aye. And we are going to have a good ass night. The fucking drinks been flowing. We've been fucking freestyling and singing songs before we started the podcast. And I'm in a good ass And nobody freestyling. I'm we not singing gay shit. Mama said, Mama said, Mama Oh, man. All right. We're going to kick it off. How we always do with the Urban Dictionary word of the day. Now, this was a funny one. Uh, I was telling uh, Jalen oh, earlier. Didn't tell me y'all do that. That's dope. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Oh, I lied. It's not. That was yesterday's word. Today's what's, word. What's today's word? Go ahead and hit me. Bamf. Bamf? Mm-hmm. Spell it. B-A-M-F. You know, that's my initials, right? Bamf. Okay. Bamf. Bamf. Guess what it stands for, bro. Mace Windu, nigga. Badass motherfucker. Oh, what? Yes, sir. Oh, that's going to my Instagram bio. Yes, sir. Bam. That's a you didn't know about that? That's I what, didn't know. That's what he named his license. Mace Windu is my nigga. Bam. Bro, right, bam. Straight up. That's, that's what he named straight his Straight up, license. that's my initials. Well. <laughs> well. That is what the dick. <laughs> that is what it is. What is it called when uh, Han Solo got froze? What was that whole process Carbonite. Called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I do that to that motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then put him on my backpack. So it's like, bam, bitch. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. So we got, so yeah, badass motherfucker in a sentence. Man, Davis, you are a bamf. And Martin, you suck. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't even, like, even say you average. Nah, no, 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 you suck. suck. <laughs> bro, someone talk, that's, a, that's a whole party foul, bro. You, you fucking suck. Everybody man. at this table, bam. My, big facts. There we go, right, bro. Facts. Big facts. Yeah, that's the sense big of community facts. and shit. Badass motherfuckers, we are the suburban gangsters. It's like, <laughs> um... So, like I said, we got a lot of fam in the room. And so, we got people who are involved in a lot of different things here. I know Cordy's involved in art. We got Jules involved in everything under the sun. Modeling music. He's got fucking production. He's got all types of shit under his belt. This nigga's a ditto. I ain't gonna lie. Facts. Like, he literally just morphs or whatever. You're like, oh, you want me to dance? Nigga, oh, I, I, I can dance. dance. Oh, <laughs> oh, you want me to sing? Oh, oh, nigga, I can sing. Only thing is I still got the dot in the line. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today, and then we, I got some questions I want to ask you guys. Um, let's first talk about your background. I'm gonna start with Cordy because you know we're fam and we go back a while. I fucking know all the answers anyway. So I want you to let us know like how you got into art. I want you to let us know like what you're doing now, what you're trying to work on, and just exp- let us get a, a picture of who you are. We don't we don't gotta go back deep into our friendship because nigga, that's years worth of stuff. But right. let's talk about it though. Okay, can you get the mic? Um. Oh, okay. Just, just go in. Just go in. Yeah, just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. Right there. Right, 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 right there. Get close. Kiss it. Pretty much. Name's Cortland. Um, hi, Cortland. Hi, Caleb. <laughs> yes, he's um, an alcoholic, guys. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> he smokes too much weed for that now. <laughs> <laughs> chill. Chill. Nah, but... um. I did artwork since I was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, spent most of my time just doing like self portraits in the mirror mm-hmm. all the time, and just something that I just naturally just enjoyed doing. Uh, started getting to graphic design in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, designed a couple of class T-shirts. That was pretty fucking dope. And oh, can I, can I cuss like that? Yeah, yeah, you can cuss as much as you want. Fuck yeah! All right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just kept up with it. Met these guys and. Early college, actually, 
that boy, t t turn the camera over there. <laughs> that man right there, Cole. 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 That's Cole. my oldest friend. Uh, can we, what, seventh, eighth grade? Seventh. Seventh. Holy crap, Brad. 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 <laughs> Brad. He doesn't He's know like, me at all, dude. <laughs> no? It's always been that. No, I've known you just as long as Cole. Uh, maybe like, maybe like, like a year after. A year, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, Cole's really like my backbone for doing artwork. He's the one who kept me going. So dope, thank man. him for that. The spine. Yeah, but uh, right now, uh, moved out to Washington. Lies. Yes, get you. my life together. Yeah, I miss y'all too. <laughs> they are weird. Bro, yeah, bro. It's like that, that's the conversation for like another day. Like no, it's like I truly, I truly love Washington. I enjoy my experience there, but it's like they are weird, bro. They are. Can you can weird. you give us like that an means example? Yeah, like, okay, like, how, weird, how are they? We how are they different from that, the South? You know I mean? like, right, right. Like, um, like in a, in a major way. Okay, this is really bad, but um, oh. A woman died of a heat stroke earlier this year. No, you and it was only 83 degrees. Darwin eats your heart out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? No humidity. No. What? <laughs> what? How? Overcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Can we talk about how my man was like, wait. <laughs> By the way, did I say no humidity? Oh, you thought I was one like, no. more time. Oh, Overcast. Another one. So where's that heat coming from? That's hilarious, right. bro. From she the heart, just man. fucking dropped dead. And, and I was thinking, it must have been like an 85-year-old sure woman. In the heat of the moment? 45 yeah. years old. This one was like, this one was 45 years old. She was died. banging for sure, bro. She was, I don't know. She was banging a young buck. She was, she was banging a young buck that keep, had her riled could, up. Couldn't keep up. So it's like... It's that and just a multitude of other things. Like, they value their pedestrians more than life itself. I've seen people stop in the middle of a fucking roundabout to let a, a, a kid on a scooter pass by. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait, it's like, just go fucking ape shit on these people. Bro, that's 50 points in Atlanta. <laughs> I, keep I keep telling them, it's like, we are not the same. Y'all are point values back then. I will run you off this fucking road. I am not here to play with you. <laughs> no, it's just it is just like what? honestly, like after this whole year of just living there, it's not that bad living in a conservative state. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It's like we kind of get shit done, but it's like we're not conservatives, but living in a conservative mostly state okay. is not that bad. Yeah, fuck it. Move back to Georgia. Parts of it are nice. Parts of it are nice. The weed. Huh? The weed is the weed is pretty fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> That's why I don't give a fuck. Give, it, give Atlanta four years, like, straight up. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like if they introduce weed to Georgia, it's like it doesn't even have to be like that high. It could be like forty five percent. I would move back home in an instant. Fucking snob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spoiled now. <laughs> this guy, bro. But um uh, working, but I'm also doing graphic arts on the side. I actually designed oh, temporary yeah. logo, new yes, shit coming uh, out on the way. Just wait on it. He um, gave us our logo, I did which is dope. Um, and then I'm also working with my main man over here, so I'm gonna pass the mic over so y'all can find out what he's doing. Jules, I need you to talk about it, man. I need because you, I, I get you gave me the skinny about it before we started recording. 
Um, you do a whole lot. I don't know how you sleep. Um, I need to. <laughs> I thought I was um, busy. Right? <laughs> so I just, you know, just you know, give us the, the give us the summary of it. Like, what? Let us know what you do and how you do it, and then you know what made you get into that type of that type of field. I want to know about it. Yeah. Um, currently, right now, like my job, like my nine to five job, currently starting with that, is basically I work for an esports organization. Yeah. Um, not a team, not like FaZe Clan, but more like a network, so kind of like the ESPN of like esports kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm their first on-site talent, so like I'm in charge of content creation. I'm one of their first streamers. I host two of their news shows about esports, stuff like that. So like my life literally revolves around gaming and esports now. Mm -hmm. So like I got to know the ins and outs of that. Which um, network? Uh, uh, they're called UGC, so Ultimate Gaming uh, comp Competitors or something. They're going through a whole name change because, mm. like, the bigger company is a whole whatever. I don't know. I'm just there. Uh, <laughs> he said, I just work here. Uh, <laughs> he clocks in. That's all that matters. He clocks in. So, like, I literally love it. It's, like, pretty fucking dope. Like, I tell, like, tell Ajax and all of these people all the time. Like, I literally, there's been times where I'm at work at 8 o'clock in the morning and I'm on Apex playing with this motherfucker um, and shit. So that's just part of it. Outside of that. Um, I'm a professional dancer, signed model, uh, so I do stuff like that. I teach, choreograph, um, act here and there. Music side, uh, I would say I'm more of a... I don't like to say jack of all trades, master of none, because I feel like I've mastered quite a few things from experience. Mm -hmm. um, there is a downside to being a jack of all trades, is because like when you're multi-talented, you end up being consumed by wanting to do everything at the same time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that is yeah. something i had to like uh, i even explained this accordion i think i explained to jay like one yeah. time where i had to fall like fuck up really bad a couple times and then realize i gotta go with what's going best for me so like i did dancing for a little bit and that took off to where it handled itself then modeling took off handled itself then music took off handled itself so it's like now it's like i have experience like i've written for a couple artists here and there uh i know i have a very keen ear to musicality so both lyrically and like production wise. So like I can't produce, I can't make a beat, but I can like know a sound that would go or fit better into subtle things. I yeah. know a lyric or how to portray Still a trade like of production that. though, man. You Still a trade, so, like you gotta have the ear for it. Like that, that's one thing I can speak on. Like if, if, I knew, if I didn't have the talent to sit behind a board and make it happen, I know for a fact I can tell someone to fucking do it. I, I, Cause I can hear it. I can literally hear what it's supposed to be like. So that's kudos to you for being able to you know, recognize that. You know what I mean? And you, you may not be able to sit behind the board, but you can get your done based yeah. on just having, a, having a conversation with a nigga who can't. Like, that's outsourcing. That's good. That's, yeah. right. that's, that's always, good. I've always been a person where I understand that I, once I put my mind to something, I can learn it. But I know I've already fallen so many times trying to do everything. So, like, with me, I used to draw. I used to be very into art. Mm -hmm. But then I had to give that up because, like, family, I had a group in a family where it's like, Dragon Ball Z Pokemon, that's the work of the devil type shit. So oh, like, yeah, I heard that, bro. That, that was like, I would literally get like disciplined physically for drawing this shit. So it built a fear in me, so I just stopped drawing. And we all know like when you have a talent, if you don't work on it, work talent can only get you so far. Mm -hmm. Skill takes practice. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like when you right. don't do it, I'm not going to be a person to try and like pick up everything myself. Like I, I hate, I hate the concept of people confusing where I did it all on my own mm -hmm. with I did everything myself. That's dope. Like he's preaching to the choir here, man. Like for me, I know. And when I when I was fifteen making beats, I was ass, and I asked so many questions. I asked, I borrowed. I, I said, Jalen, let me talk to you. Um, when I went to college, I met one of my best friends, Garrett. 
I bother the fuck out this dude just so I can get better. So I, like, what are you doing? How can I learn from you? Like, what programs are you using? What plugins are you using? How do I, how do I use the people around me to enhance myself? You know what I mean? How do I get better? Now I'm at the point in my eight year process of making beats where I'm pretty confident in my capabilities, yeah. and I can't, I, I know for a fact I can't <clears throat> say I did by myself. I can name all the people who helped me on my journey. Help influence you. Yeah, yeah, help influence me. Yeah. And so like that's. That's the part of being able to recognize yourself. Like you know, you're blessed with many talents, mm-hmm. but you know you didn't do it by yourself. That's so dope. That's so fucking dope. And um, I look forward. Like, I mean, you talk about the I'm music. I'm all about that. So like, I'm. You say you got that ear. Bring that ear to my fucking studio. That's well, all, that's, that's what, I, that's that's what like, I want to I'm do. at a point in my life right now where like, whereas I said earlier, where it's like step by step. So like, my dance thing is solidified to where it's so easy. Like now I can get back into teaching dance. Like, literally, I just booked a studio space, and they already booked me there every Monday now, so it's like, and yeah. I already know I'm going to have people show up like that. Yeah. yeah. But I built that, you know, yeah. and I dedicated two to five years of, like, dancing, freestyle, and battling, building my name. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, you have a whole following. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, these, I, I tell people, like, I it's a weird thing. Like, people love to look at the numbers of your followers, but if you look at, like, my interaction, I tell people all the time, look at, don't look at how many people follow me, look at who's following me. Yeah. Because I have people who have, like, fucking... I don't like to brag, and it's not a brag thing, but I want to show, like, there's a reason why these people follow me. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? These are people who are, like, have bigger numbers that mm-hmm. are more impactful, you know what I mean, that are, like, doing know, fucking things. looks pretty good in views. <laughs> <laughs> and, and doing things, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But they don't just follow, they actually, like, comment, they interact. Like, the engagement, and that people miss that. They yeah. tend to think, like, how many people are liking your shit or following you mm-hmm. depends how successful you are when really, like... I could give a fuck less about you having one million views on a video. How many fucking genuine comments do you have where you're having a conversation back and forth with someone on a topic? Facts. Right. You know right. what I mean? And, and so, in, in that same breath, like, like I know on my platform, like, my Instagram is pretty good. I, but when I post videos and me making music on Snapchat, I knew I was getting somewhere when I had, like, 30, 40 people hit me up on Snapchat, like, bro, what are you fucking doing with this? I had... Uh, that was a dope ass day. I was I feel real good, real good about myself that day because my mother was talking <laughs> to me about it, and it, it goes like that conversation. Like, it, it doesn't matter how many likes you get if it, it, it's the feedback and the the, uh, the dialogue you have with other people who are listening mm-hmm. to your shit, who are viewing your shit. And so, I can give a fuck about hundred likes, thousand likes. If I talk to you and you t- you told me directly you fucked my shit for this reason, that's that's what I want. That's what I want. And so, I guess. How did you get yourself to that platform? Like, what did you have to do to make sure you, had, when you had those type of interactions, like, what were you doing on your social media platform to make sure, like, what were you posting? What were you doing? Like, how hard were you going? So, I've been a test dummy for everything. Okay. Like, I would say, honestly, my first social media platform that I gave, like, full-on dive attention and learned a lot from was my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, that's honestly my biggest flat platform. I think I'm pushing 14K right now. Nice. Um, And, like... It, on there is where I did all the testing. So like it started as a gaming channel and then it ended up being a motivational channel. Mm-hmm. And I did every concept idea of everything trial and error, music, singing, cover, I put there because mm-hmm. it was like honestly the best place to test everything because yeah, that's the most pops. discoverability. Yeah, let me see what pops. And then that also taught me that I needed to stick to my lane. So like I did reactions for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like every fucking person who wants to skyrocket on YouTube does. Just the ooh, the ahs. And then I realized like there's no root, there's no grounding. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started to learn branding and personality and like mm-hmm. building myself was like, 
I had nothing to tie me to this because exactly. like now I'm like everybody else. So I'm like, what am I good at? What do I actually know that I can view and actually speak on? And I moved to literally dance videos. Mm -hmm. Right. Since me being a dancer and having so much experience, I didn't just do like, oh, that's a dope trick or ooh, that's cool. I would pause a video, break down a choreography, point out the subtle to like hits or snares of someone's body popping mm -hmm. or stuff like that. And then from then, I realized my comment section flooded. Yeah. And then people were genuinely like asking me honest questions. Like people were like, yo, you, I didn't even see that shit. Oh, I actually want to do dance now. Like all that type of stuff. So mm -hmm. I stuck with it. And then it carried me into the, like this whole K-pop era. Yeah. Now that's another thing where people react to K-pop videos for views. Mm. But the thing is, I don't watch K-pop music videos. I watch K-pop dance practice videos. Yeah. And those motherfuckers are on another level. I believe it. You know what I mean? So like all of that, YouTube honestly taught me like the fluctuation of like grounding myself and testing out and learning to focus on one thing at a time. So like now dancing is like literally my whole channel. And now I'm starting to plug in like the gaming side of things yeah. and all that type of stuff over time. Now, do you feel like if you had would have started out with trying to brand yourself first, you would have been more more successful than what you are now? Like if you had said, you know what, I know that dance is my shit. Instead of having a test run all, all, all of everything, would you would you have been more successful now if you had stuck to just making dance breakdown videos and dance choreography videos? Mm -hmm. Off rip, and then you have now you have this brand that's associated with you that everyone knows that you started years ago. Like, you, like, I think if I started with strictly just dance, I would have never discovered my other skill sets. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Because seeing success can sometimes, especially I wasn't mature at the age when I started doing that stuff. So that's another thing that ties into it mentally understanding and having a maturity to understand branding and you as a whole mm -hmm. to where success can either blind you and you get caught up in something mm -hmm. and don't look past the growth of it. Or you just stay subtle with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like if I had just focused on building dance and branding, I would have probably definitely seen a lot of success. I'd probably been on tour. I would probably would have gone to classes and been on tour with a couple artists. Right. But then no one would know the, the gaming side, the modeling side, the other aspects of Jules that is actually very passionate about. And I want to be able to help or impact other people with the knowledge I know in those things. So dance. So I guess... What are you more passionate about? Like, because you just said, you know, so I'm trying to like, what are you, what is like, if you, if you had to pick one thing, mm -hmm. like, and that's all you had to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. For it, like, cause it, like you said, you do a whole lot, but yeah. you, but you get involved in the, in, in, in a little bit of everything and you use all that stuff you were involved with to figure out where you are right now. So what is it that you're most passionate about that's going to bring you? Can I, can I, can I, can I take your hand? For sure, man. Yeah, Get in okay, there, bro. Bad. I'm no, over here talking like, about yeah, no, all that. No, no, because I've been talking to um, I've been talking to my man's for like for the like past like two, three months mm -hmm. or whatever. About um, because you know I, I've been shouting out Alien Mob for a while, and that's one of the things he's really passionate about, and, and the reason why is because he feels, and I know I'm talking like third person right now, because mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm just telling You're you what he feels, fine. but like. This man is talented in so many things. It's Thanks. like, why do I need to pick this one thing to stick to? That, and you know, like, Childish Gambino is one of my favorite artists, right? Yeah. And his whole thing was, look, man, like, I'm good at all these things. Why am I just being a rapper? Yeah. Why would I do that? Because, like, yeah, I can be a phenomenal rapper if I just stick to that venue, but I can do so many other things. That's the same thing with my man's right here. He, he doesn't have to stick to just dance. He's a businessman. He's a bit like he's a businessman. He's a philanthropist. Like like literally like he can do whatever he wants to do and be great at it. And that's what that's what makes him like distinct from other people. Because some mm -hmm. people, you know, like they got that one thing they're good at, and that's what they have to stick to. Which 
by all means, good for them. 100%. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's totally me. I know that. But, <laughs> totally me. But you, you have this man who has multiple talents, and it's just like, why? Like, I can, I can do all these things. Let me show you. And, and that and that's why that's why I love about do you like, do you see frustration in other in other tasks though because like for me like I know I can do music I mean I hands mean, down yeah anything music I can uh, drums singing keyboard uh uh, uh I, put me in front of it I'll figure it the fuck out I'm gonna mm-hmm. love doing it right but if you if any you're fine any type of artwork as far as like like what court does like graphics I'm I have an attitude. I mean, I can't. I can't figure it out because it's not. It's not like. I have an attitude. To me. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, but you, yeah. but you enjoy it more than I would. That's why I look to you to do all my artwork because I, I know for a fact I'll get fed up. So, like, where is that boiling point for you where you did like you get to that point where like you know what I'm really good at this. Why am I fucking stressing myself out? It's you know? a measure for me in a sense of like how I got to Cordy was. I started drawing again, you know what I mean, for myself. Like, I still have a slight passion for drawing, but like I said before, it's like it was gone for so long that I'm such a perfectionist. Being multi-talented is like, I used to be a heavy hitter, like I could do it all myself. But then I confused the whole frustration where being a visionary, you Mm. could still do it all yourself, but that allows you to have the access to point it to the right people. So Mm. with me, I realized... I could sit here and draw this logo and frustrate my fucking mind over it over and over and over again and then create it, uncreate it, create it, delete it, whatever. But then I realized there's people that share similar interests, mm-hmm. similar beliefs, similar vibe and chemistry. And when you find those people, you actually realize without it even happening, they share the same vision. And Cordy bought into that the first fucking time I met him. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even Alien Mob at the time. At the time, I think it was UJK, Urban Jedi Knights. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking about just overall things in general. And from We then, just became friends. It was honestly. literally just a vibe. <laughs> yeah. And for a while, I kept handing this off to like, because I know people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's the downside, like, so knowing decent graphic design is like, hey, you tell them what your vision is. But there's a difference between people understanding what your vision is and people who believe in it. Yeah. And like, are about it. And with him... It was a immediate difference. Like I shot him the idea, like the say for example, the Monday, mm-hmm. the Monday night, he shot me three sketch designs of like going beyond the logo on the brand itself, mm-hmm. that just fit the concept to where I didn't even have to question it. I can agree with that. I told I I I Facetimed this nigga, and uh, so you guys know Bobby's spaceship's coming out in January, and I'm yeah, and so I talked to this nigga Cortland about it, and I was just just talking it up, and he was like, "Bro, that's so." Fucking live. That's fucking dumb, Jordan. You gonna be? You better do that shit. And like, I feel like that that you get that passion when you talk to other creatives. Like, I can't. I couldn't have that conversation with someone who fucking worked at T-Mobile. You know what I'm saying? No. I couldn't have that shit. But for someone who shared that same type of vibe, automatically. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Niggas actually worked at phone stores. And so... Literally, he is wearing a Sprint shirt. on camera right now. <laughs> so, I feel offended. I worked at Sprint. You could have talked to me. People at T-Mobile got dreams, man. That's not what I meant. I know that's not what you but... He ain't mean that. He meant people that have dreams beyond that aspect. My homie. Thank you, G. She sit down with your high ass. Thank you. Jeez, you're mellow. Jeez. Don't call my nigga out like that, bro. He mellow right now. Leave him alone. I got your back, bro. My, my, thank you. What we doing? <laughs> 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 
Brutal. Yo, brutal. He only had the gummy, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's like, we live. It's we live, baby. <laughs> we live, baby. Yeah. But yeah, no. So like, I I couldn't share that same type of you know that conversation with just anybody. You can't so, share your passion with just anybody. exactly. So yeah. when I when when the idea came to my head, I was like, Yo, Bobby's face is gonna be live as fuck. I fuck with Vegeta no matter what, and as my favorite DBZ char- uh, character, anyways. The whole Majin arc was live, mm-hmm. and I had that whole. Everything played out in my head so smoothly. And when you, you know when you have a vision and it makes sense in your head, but when you try to talk to somebody about it, uh, talk to somebody about it, yeah. you may not you know, deliver it properly. This nigga got it off rip. And so I, I share that same connection. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, made, it made sense. It makes sense. And um, you can't have that type of connection with just anybody. So mm-hmm. that's, that's super dope. Um, man, this is... Bro, I also think it plays. Sorry, I didn't mean to like. No, no, I'm but good. It's like, it good. also plays into it's like I truly believe in what y'all are talking about. Like, y'all pitch, even if it is just like a bullshit plan that we're talking about, it's like I truly believe in what y'all are doing, and it's like I think that you can succeed in it. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it my full hardest. You know, to be honest, mm-hmm. we we cut out our bullshit in 2020. We we bro, uh, facts. No, we, we got 2020 vision, bro. Facts. Clairvoyance. <laughs> <laughs> we got. Bro. I'm, on, I'm on a fucking mission. This we got year. Full, we still have our contacts, dog. <laughs> we got. We got. Honestly, no. 20 2020 is gonna be a year of growth, and Big I can't wait because I, the conversation I had this past month with just my friend, my group, my immediate group of friends has been nothing about the plans and the goals we have for what we all do as a collective. Mm-hmm. Like we everyone in this room are creatives. They do something out of the ordinary and it's we have this one nest that we can do everything at. Mm-hmm. And so G even said it like we've been stagnant on our talents for so fucking long. We've been bullshitting for so long. Caleb said it too. Caleb said what the fuck are we doing? And That's we got all I left. <laughs> we got we got all we have all this talent in one room. How come we can't capitalize on it? And niggas got jobs, niggas got lazy, niggas got kids, we got bills, we got we all got excuses. Twenty twenty is a year of not having excuses. And that's the one of us thing going kid. forward. Like one of us has a kid. I mean, yeah. On that issue. I mean, as like, far as we know, let's be real. Portland Rucker Portland probably got ten kids out there. Chill. John got kids. He got ten kids. I got one kid. And all the other kids got aborted. Let's be honest here. Damn. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Whether it was Plan B or research. they went to Plan Parenthood, oh, we don't count they be gone. We don't, we don't count yeah, we Plan don't count B's. Right. We don't we count don't. Plan B's? I mean, you should in your heart. He said, in your heart of hearts. Under the good Lord's grace. We don't count Plan B's, bro. One thing I've kind of wondered about a little bit is like, you know, because I, I kind of struggle with this a little bit myself, but how do you decide, you know, what you're going to do? Because, you know, you have all these different things that you're trying to, like, mm-hmm. accomplish. But what do you decide when you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, I'm going to do a gaming video today. Yeah. Or I'm going to do a dance video. You know, because mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, I do a bunch and I'm getting into, you know, more of my sort of creative side of things. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, you know, it's interesting to me hearing other people's processes as far as, like, you know what? When today I woke up, I just felt like doing this. You know that sort so of thing. So with that, this is where the business side comes into it. Yeah. Um, in a sense of where me, how I schedule my you first, you got to be organized. It, it as much as people tell you like, oh, you just go with the fuck that. Yeah, bullshit. You have <laughs> yeah. to be fu- to really fucking grow. You got to be organized, and it's something yeah, I had nice. to learn hard over this past year. Nice. Um, 
which got me my job where I'm at and all like just being on that execution, like no bullshit and organized to a point where being talented, it goes tight again. Like what do I have the most traction with? Mm-hmm. So how I start my week is what's like, working today. exactly. So like for me, what's my most viewership? That's a dance reaction or a dance video. So that's mm-hmm. first in the week. Get that out of the way because it's the easiest to do. And I can do that simple pre-upload it or whatever the case may be, schedule it, whatever, and then have time to work on the things that require more time. So like for me, now I'm pursuing music and comedy this year um, because I've already established dance, I've already established modeling, I've already established gaming, clearly. Mm -hmm. So like now it's pursuing the comedy side of things with the rants that I've been doing. And it's a thing where I was talking to someone the other day, how do, for people who want to grow in multiple platforms or multiple categories, Mm and test those waters, but take a risk, but do it safely. Yeah. Safe for me, I started my whole thing with dance and I did dance out of the seven days, five out of the seven. Kind of as your baseline. Mm-hmm. And then those baseline. other two, I would plug in a gaming video and then I would plug in like a comedy video and that's it. And that would be every other week, not even every week. So it'd be dance, 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 all this week, dance, 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 comedy, dance, dance, gaming, dance mm-hmm. the next week. And it would fluctuate like that. So people over time, would start to see the side of me. It's not a push. It's not saying, hey, I'm doing this full time or I'm pursuing this. It's just hinting it like I do this as well. Right. So as the year passed and now dance is like established like that, now I started to plug in more gaming and I actually gain more viewership than plugging it just cold turkey later on after I've built this whole fan base of dance. Because these people like now used to seeing me plugging dance for a little bit that are gaming a little bit, they're like, oh, he games as well. I've seen these over time, so let's see what this is about. Mm -hmm. And that's how it kind of came to be. So I had to organize what's going for me now, what's grabbing the attention, what requires the most requirement, that goes towards the end, and what's like the middle ground that's already been tested for a little bit. So like if I'm introducing something completely new, that's dead last. If I'm introducing something I've been building over time but haven't put forefront, that's middle, and then something that's been solidified is forward. So it's like a business standpoint of like hmm. going for like with you, with your music, like how you would do it is like you, everyone knows your music, your music. And then like on a Tuesday, you plug in the podcast a little bit mm-hmm. and then it's music, music, music. The next week, you don't even plug the podcast at all. It's just all music. And you do this over time, but then the weeks you don't plug the podcast, Jalen does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it counteracts. And then next for, for all you know, do this over three, four months. On the fifth month, you do a whole plugging of podcasts on the same days you plug your regular shit. Mm-hmm. Your viewership's going to fucking spike. Because people, mm. you've been hinting it, but taking it away from them. So they're thinking you're going to see it again next week. It's not there. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? They see it on his. Okay, then it's so not there on his. So essentially, it's like a, like, a, like a cat and mouse game with yeah. like what you're doing. It's kind of whatever makes most So that's how you got to do it. You got to like figure out what do they want the most, tease them with it, give it to them, and then hint little other things that they might be interested in that you are generally interested in over time. So that's how I balance it out. Are there any things that you, you know, like you talk about, you know, doing new stuff that's dead last. Is mm-hmm. there anything that you see that you just see, oh shit, there's a trend right now. I better start doing this right now. Like anything I, you put into rotation immediately. I hate trends because so it's kind of hard trends are good for growth. Yeah. And it's a double-edged sword to where you can skyrocket, no doubt. But then majority of the time, the trends of people that follow you or roll with you are yeah. expecting you to stick to that trend. Yeah. So for me, I've always been a person, and I learned this earlier on, to learn not to follow the line. So like, for example, TikTok. I'm on there, but I'm not worried about all these fucking trending challenges. You know what I mean? I'm just worried about building what I know. So whenever I do decide to finally hop on a trend for a little bit, when they go, 
I have a shit ton of shit to show that this is what the fuck I do. Yeah. Rather than trend on trend on trend, and then they hold me to this. Yeah. Trying to get in early on. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, like you can get on early, but if you're gonna get in early on something, you gotta solidify your grounding. Yeah. A lot of people get carried away with like everyone's on TikTok now, but if you look at people who are joining TikTok now, they're just following every fucking body else yeah. doing mm -hmm. the emo boy videos, or no one's doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah I had all the same shit topic. with different faces. Two different uh, employees that I work with uh -huh. are now TikTok famous for making miniature pizzas at my store. Brutal. Right. Mm. See, that, that's the dumb shit that it. pisses me off, I bro. Like, I'm in one of the videos. Actually. Like, you got famous for doing your fucking job no, and you no, no, clocked no, no. in. No, 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 no. For doing tiny pizzas. Tiny pizzas. <laughs> I, I weep for our generation. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So the question generation. is, is that a part of what they want to do, though? Where the fucked up part about it is if they try to use that platform to switch... And introduce something new. Yeah, gonna they're happen. gonna fucking lose. Right. So, so when people fall so into it's that, that quick niche. fame thing, because TikTok gives you that quick. TikTok right now is the most app that will give you instant fame. Like you can have overnight fame, like right now, easy as fuck. Mm. Okay. But the thing is, you have no branding, you have no roots, you have no true loyalty. Now, question. So, so say someone starting out mm -hmm. had had a vision. And use TikTok to get to that platform, but what they put out was what they were doing. Do you think it would still stick? Like, so like for, for me, if I make a TikTok right now, I make mm -hmm. three different videos of fire ass beats, right? Mm -hmm. And then I and then I don't I don't use it anymore. Do, am I still gonna have that following that's looking for my page for the beats, or am I still gonna fall off? You mean like if you don't post anymore? Like if I if I make three videos on TikTok and that's it, and that's it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And you just you're fucking. But, but I have but I have all my other social media in the bio on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Do you do you think I will gain success on my other social media from those who watch my TikTok videos? And you will gain success, and some people follow you. But here's where the trick comes into play: consistency. So like, you don't have to upload as much. You said you uploaded three videos. Mm -hmm. Plug in one video every other week. Of like a hint, so but plugging your other social it. in that video, you have to stick with it. See, in a sense I, of what the, the people confuse sticking with it as a as a crazy workload you when you can simplify it mm. as fuck. See, you know what I mean? Like with my YouTube, I upload every day, people but I plug in my Instagram. Face. Like my yeah. Instagram has a default that every video I literally just go in there, I plug in the next video, all the layouts are set. I cut it, splice it, upload it, and it automatically drops down my Instagram, my Twitter, whatever. That is no extra work to me. Mm. And out of that, every, say, 14,000 views, I gain an extra 100 or 500 followers. That fuck with me because they see what my channel is. And I tell them, if you want to see more of my life, you have to be real with people. That's the next thing. It's like, in what you do, you have to emphasize, yo, this is me. Mm. And if you fuck with me and what I'm doing, I want to know. I want to know about you. And not in a sense, just say it. Like, you got to actually mean that shit. Like, when I tell my subscribers on my YouTube, like, yo, hit me up. Right now, I have, what, 45 DMs that I haven't even looked at. But I don't even, well, I've replied to maybe like 20 of them on the way here. Mm -hmm. But I don't even text them. I video message them. I know they're, look at their Instagram. I look at what the fuck's going on. I learn their name. I video message them, thank them, tell them what's going on, hear what... I genuinely take my time out to do that. Mm -hmm. And since doing that, like, for example, I uploaded a picture of, like, the Alien Mob hoodie. Mm -hmm. I had 43 people DM me to buy... They want to buy a $60 hoodie. Off that. Off rip. No questions, no ask. They just want it. So I need you to do a shout-out. Well, just because they fuck with me cool. because I took the time out to be like, yo... Thank you for watching my video. Yo, tell me about yourself. Because I genuinely want to fucking know who supports me. Mm -hmm. People now are so caught up in like, there's a line between 
the branded and then the fan base. And I hate the term fan because it's fluctuated from like a community to literally it's just like a follower, like mm-hmm. a sheep thing. Like there's no this way and that way. It's just one sided. And I hate that shit mm-hmm. because then there's, it's literally just, you see people as a number, which there's nothing wrong. But at the same time, people are people right. like yeah. I want the opportunity. Like, for example, I got fucking front row tickets to 17, which is a huge world renowned K-pop groups like concert in January front row tickets. And I didn't pay for shit. Because a subscriber saw a video, they were like, yo, I can't make it. And instead of me selling, they could have sold these tickets for like $500 or something. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They decided to give it to me for free because they said, in your videos, I know you would appreciate the art and the craft of these people. God damn. That's dope. And that's all because I reached out and I talked to somebody. I love... The weekend, I love Travis Gambino. Um, I, I don't know when they coming in town, but if y'all fuck with me, shit, like, <laughs> right? Like that's yeah, like, yeah. I, I guess. So, how open are you? To, okay, you've established your. This is you. You you made your social media presence known. Mm-hmm. How open are you to use your social media presence to help others? Now that that's, very very open, very so like, very. So say say some some kid who looks at your videos mm-hmm. and is. Is like you said, yeah, forty five DMs didn't open yet. Like if that kid DMs you and he says, I want I wanna start dancing, are you gonna are you gonna send him a personal video of helping him how to dance? Every single person in my DM gets now, a personal now, video. I have, kinda have a question. When do you think you're gonna get to a point where you can't really do that anymore? Because I mean, you know, once you when reach I a certain, get once that, you reach a yeah, certain point, certain level, mm-hmm. like there's no way that you can respond to everybody. Yeah, which you know, you know that about which it. responding to everybody is, you know, ridiculous. It's a stupid idea, yeah. you know. But Makes do you think post. that you're gonna get to a, a certain point where you just can't handle the amount of people. No doubt about it. And how I will handle that is communication to my community. The thing is, you got to start when the number's low and manageable Mm -hmm. in order for when you get big, they understand. Right. And they fuck with you. Like, like this week, I didn't, I I could have, I could have recorded seven videos, uploaded them, done a whole crazy energetic kids in reaction, breakdown choreography about pieces, whatever. But I genuinely wasn't feeling it. Mm -hmm. I just wanted time to come hang out with you guys, like enjoy it. And I put that in the community and I had 23 DMs being like, yo, we understand. We appreciate it. Take your time. Da, 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 da. Because I stressed over time. Like, Hey, I'm very open and vocal about it. And the thing is, since I can manage it now, since I can manage it now, and I don't have that big of a following, I can talk to these people one-on-one, get to know them, meet them. Like, I have plans to meet somebody in Japan next year that's a follower. He's going to show me around Japan all on him, not on me. And that's just because I've, like, talked back and forth. Because at the end of the day, they're people. I'm a person. Just because I create content and I have a following doesn't make the difference between us. And that's where we fall off, man. We, We... we treat social like all these people on Instagram who are popping as these fucking deities, man. Like, no, these are human beings, and we 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 lose the realism in humanity sometimes when we put so much faith into social media, mm-hmm. and that's what's so toxic about. Uh, it's it's such a good platform at the, in one hand, another hand, it's, it's so bad because you can you can rise and fall so quickly. Instantly. People Instantly. want more connection now. When for social media first came out, people wanted to, people crave what they couldn't have or what wanted to look at what they couldn't be. Yeah. And oh, over yeah. time, because of the whole one-sided, this is this this is the creator and these mm-hmm. are fans, there's no fan back. Mm-hmm. They'll go to chair. You do have those like genuine people that actually do give back. I'm definitely course. guilty. But of that, you have man. a vast majority of people that just 
say they give back when really they don't care. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I made this shirt for you guys when really I want to care about a number. Or, mm -hmm. hey guys, come check it out so I can talk to you. And they don't even talk to you on their live stream for real. Or, They're just like, hi, 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 hi. You know what I mean? They give like that, that new and pass voice. They want to, they want to put, now no. I'm not <laughs> body shaming anybody, voice. but I mean like, for example, the classic, <laughs> just when the ass photo theme hi, on Instagram, that went fucking viral. Whether you know what I mean? The whole sexy this or the shirtless this or the shirtless, no one gives a fuck about it anymore. People actually are so tired of it because now it's like they feel like they're being degraded. People want connection. People want to know like you genuinely care. Mm -hmm. yes. And yes. I, I've, I, I, you know, have you heard of uh, Controllerize in Atlanta? Mm -mm. So I, I, I said it on the last three podcasts. I met Stolen Drums, and uh, Stolen Drums is on Instagram. He has his own website. He's mm -hmm. on Spotify. He, he's a lo-fi producer. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker is cold, and he has like. 40, 50K on Instagram. He's popping, bro. Mm -hmm. And his Spotify is fucking booming. I met him in person at his event that he has every Monday in Atlanta. Had no idea what was even a thing. That was the most humble guy I've ever spoken to. And that, that interaction I had with him, I was like, bro, that was the most... I was just talking to a homie. It was so dope. And I don't think... I don't think I could get that off of social media. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have that type of connection until I actually meet somebody. So... For you to go out your way to use social media to express like your interaction with your, with your followers and and make them understand like you all like y'all are human beings here like mm -hmm. y'all not fans y'all are my people y'all yeah. my community that's so dope and we lose that when we idolize these people who are Instagram famous or whatever the fuck they're doing mm -hmm. I've seen so many fucking people do those damn health fit sh shakes and shit like that like bitch no you got fucking Dr. Miami and you go to the gym now and now you're popping. Like that's, that's it's, 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 it's so yeah, fake. It's a, it's we a trend lose, thing. Yeah, we lose. Can I um, just say there are way too many fitness Instagram influencers. Oh my God. It's a thing to where that's why I personally don't even post as much fitness as I did. Like for a minute, like I had a head, well, it was part of my job too, but like I maybe posted on my story or I talk about it because Everybody wants to be into this fitness industry mm -hmm. because it's so lucrative. But there's yeah. so many uh, that But no get... one genuinely I don't want to say no one. Very few genuinely give a fuck about the transformation these people have or how they're impacting these people. And there's so much information, mm. it's hard to tell, oh, this guy is talking real shit and this guy is full of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's <laughs> no way to tell. Like Yo, should we pitch Linka Dadbot? Like Lean cut dad bods. Hey, man, brother, fucking it, rocking it. Hey, 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 bro. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on, hold on, man. Fucking Aaron. So, our other producer just walked in the room. Yeah, I mean, exactly. How? What? What? what what's our time on the podcast now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, we're at a solid. Well, honestly, I don't know because I recorded like a good like 10, 15 minutes of us just bullshit. Like half an hour. Where we at now? Yeah, getting close to an hour. So we're a good 45 in. We, we started, this man we laid started as hell. right around 11. Yeah. Laid as, <laughs> he late as hell, bro. Late as hell. That's all good, man. Welcome, welcome, Aaron. Nigga was upstairs asleep. Lazy ass motherfucker. All right. Oh, it's whatever, bro. Okay, you probably got jet lag. Oh, yeah. That's, that's an important role, bro. Had to do my brotherly duties. Brotherly duties. Good. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, our producer had a question. Jules. She said, do you think social media has helped create 
closer connections with people or is it creating a rift in reality? Both. 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 Heavy on both. Heavy in on a sense. Both? Heavy on, on people, both. So 50-50? Like, no, huh? see, this is how I look Nine at it. Not in a 50-50. I'm talking on an impact side of where on the person itself, how much it can fuck up or benefit their life. There have been people who are like being suicidal after the interactions of social media. But you also have to present yourself as somebody who's living this awesome life and shit. Otherwise, people so don't give a fuck. It, people get depressed. People get crazy. Because when social media first came out, it was the best thing. Because everyone could share what they wanted to share with each other, like their homies or whatever, who were not across the pond. Then right. people took it as a way of promoting businesses uh-huh. to bigger markets, which is all good. But then came the thing of people who were so self-conceited to show out on what the fuck they got. And then the following came, and then that skyrocketed their mentality, and then people wanted to be like them. People are, this is the downside to the human beings that are going on social media. They look at it, they want it, they want to be like it, instead of learning how to adapt themselves to what makes them comfortable. And in a sense of, like for example, like me doing a video message to someone, the most common thing, like nine out of 10 times when I say, hey, thanks for watching my video, and I call them by their name because I learn their fucking name. Or if I don't have it, it's not on their social, I ask them before I video message them. And I genuinely ask them like a question like, what, what do you do? Or what is it you want to do? Or what, what video made you like? Or what do you like about this, this, and that? The most common thing is they don't even reply to my question. They're like, holy shit. You're talking you, to me. You, like, you're talking you to me. <laughs> like, you said my name. Like, you, like you what? Out your way. And the question I ask them and they think I'm joking. And I genuinely ask this because I don't understand. I'm like, why wouldn't I? My, my I mean, problem, you're not being offensive. You're not being a creep. You're not being rude. Like, why wouldn't I? My problem with the, with social media is that too many people see the fruits of the journey. You know, they see the benefits that you gain over all this hard work, and they don't get. It's like watching somebody's highlight reel, but you don't get to see behind the scenes. You know, you don't get to see all the work that's put mm-hmm. in and all the shit that they had to go through in order to you know gain this and, you know upper echelon status. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh well, I can just post some shit, and you know, all of a sudden I'll be driving a Ferrari tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know? And the good people, it's, it's also uh, like people like me who are genuine. That's also our bad because we right. didn't show it off rip, so it wasn't expected. So exactly, because yeah. you can't please everybody. But at the Absolutely. same time, you no, could hint it a little bit. Right. Like if we had subtly hint, like say Instagram stories, which revolutionized behind the scenes stuff right. on social media had yeah, existed yeah. when Instagram first came out. I honestly believe if that was introduced when Instagram was released, there would be a better impact on social media because you wouldn't feel as obligated of having something sitting on your feed of behind the scenes. You could just hint this and that. And show people what you're genuinely doing. And a better impact on, like, the social mind. Too. Yeah. And people tend to look at, because it wasn't there, no one knows what really goes on. So someone who doesn't put in work and it has everything handed to them, or like you said, just goes to Dr. Mike or whatever the fuck. Like, we can't tell what the fuck you're doing behind the scenes or whatever. You can come on here and look like you're in shape. Any, anybody can go in the gym, grab a dumbbell, record a workout video, read something on Google, pronounce it properly on a video, and say, hey, this is for you. Yo, my amino yeah, acid yeah. profile is fucking sick right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's terrifying because that, that gap of where we don't know what the fuck is going on or seeing it, and people so blindsided and us being so instant gratification uh, like we want whole, the, no one has it, patience though. no one likes actually understands the concept of where when shit is hitting you fucking hard as fuck like the hardest 
that's when it's actually working people tend to think oh this is hard this is where i need to stop no that's like, when the, you're going, gonna fucking like, fall yeah and that's when it's gonna get worse like yeah. I can't say the amount of times I fucking fell on my ass, the amount of times I fucking fucked myself over. Like, I started a brand before, mm -hmm. and I went fucking 500 in the negative on a credit card bill. Hard work is hard, bro. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but it was a learning curve. I could have been like, yo, I'm not going to do another fucking brand again. Well, you got to spend money to make money. That's the mm -hmm. whole thing. And people don't understand that. Like, there's yeah. a lot of things that people don't understand. Like, you have to so invest blood, sweat, tears, <laughs> time, all this type of shit in order to get what the fuck you want. Like, it's not fucking easy. Like, a hard decisions make an easy life. Easy decisions make a hard life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Amen. Ooh. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like snaps for that one. Snaps and shit. Like, it just doesn't work like that. Nah, dude. Nah, you know dude. what I mean? And for me, totally like, with right. this whole social media thing, it's, with how I'm approaching it, I'm trying to change it. You know what I mean? I'm trying mm -hmm. to change what it is. I'm trying to change how it's done. Like, so many people pop off of the trend of, like, the one hit wonder song or the the Instagram model with the perfect at whatever the fuck it is. Right. And then you have all these people following. It's like, oh my God, I love you. I love And they, all they just do is like, like, okay, thank you. Da, 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 da. Like if you were to look at my comment section, like I tell them if I can't, I know for sure if in an hour I'll have 120 comments on a video or on a post. And I put that in the community tab when I make a general post on my entire YouTube channel. Like, hey, can't get to all your comments. I appreciate the time. Hit me up directly. I will try to get to each and every one of you. Da, 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 da. And then I will sit there. I dedicate two hours a day to my YouTube alone where I go through video comments. And I like in every single one. But then once in a while, I will reply. But I will never reply with a one word or less than four words. I will genuinely read the comment and I will reply. And give your feedback. You know what I mean? Yeah, and give yeah. my feedback. Something with my honest. video messages. And I go back to your question. As you said, like, do I believe when I grow, will I be able to manage it? I know I won't. And to do that, I'm doing it now. So when I stress to them, hey, I can't get to all your messages, that's where the community meetups well, come that's, up. That's kind of like what Cortland was saying a minute ago. You know, he, he kind of told me, you know, it's, it's something where at a certain point you have you can't respond to everybody. Mm -hmm. So you just have to sort of respond to the most frequently asked questions. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something what, hey, I've had a lot of people commenting me, you know, asking me how I do this yeah. or, you know, how I structure this. And that's something that I 100% I, I believe, you know, and, it's something where you got to kind of appeal to the masses mm -hmm. at a certain point. Oh, yeah. For me, what I, I, I plan to lead to do with the whole once it gets to that and why I'm doing it now is I don't like the distance between social media. I respect it, but at the same time, I'm a very in-person, interacting person. Like, I tell people this all the time. I tell females this. I tell friends this. Person. Texting me, you're not you're going to lose interest in me. Like if <laughs> I tell people this all the fucking the time. Way. You <laughs> try to text me and hit me with a get to know me or whatever, consider it done. You're gonna you're gonna think I'm the dullest person. But you are you meet me in person, three things are gonna happen. If you're a female, you're gonna fucking love me, your panties are gonna drop. If you're a nigga, you're gonna fuck with me. And if you're a homie, you ride it back to the day we die. Like and it's not a cocky thing, it's just in a joke of like a sense of like no, I'm so interactive in person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not dull, and I know this because I love people, so I like to intrigue them and fuck with them. And I like, feel like know you them. can have one or so the other. When I do yeah. these video messages, and to where I get so big, when I get too big to oh. video message them all, that's where community meetups happen. Yeah, because so, I want to meet these people. I don't want to just be video the whole time. I want to oh, shake yeah, your hand. Awesome. I want to know who the fuck you are. Yeah. I want to meet you because you've been supporting me for so long. Like, fuck the distance. Traveling is so easy now. Yeah. Like. Why the fuck not? So kind of like circle back, like you did say something about how you're trying to change the interaction with your social media. Is mm -hmm. that because you feel like our generation is kind of 
the pioneers of how we're utilizing social media, if yes. you think about it. Our it's, generation is the reason why we're so fucked on social media. For sure. But are we setting a good platform and example for the next generation? Or do yeah. you want to like, Fuck so you're no. trying to change it now because you already see the, the discrepancies Our generation is with already it? so plugged into our phones. Yeah. It's bad. But we didn't grow up that way. No. It we is, have we got introduced when it was coming screens. out and we learned there's we learned to take advantage of it. First of all, our generation took advantage of it and put it as a business perspective. Mm -hmm. Facts. Mm -hmm. Our generation also took it as a fan base perspective mm -hmm. to be, oh, it's all about me. So we created the good and the bad. You know what I mean? The downside is it ended up feeding back into us to where if you're business savvy, you're so consumed. And I'm at fault of this too, to where I'm so, I so, so care about the interaction. I'm in my phone most of the time. I forget this. Okay. That's why I took the week hiatus. Oh, because okay. if I upload a video back to back to back, even though I'm not editing every day, I know the comment section is filling up and I don't want a week of comments load up and I don't look at them. So I know I'm going to be looking at them and be like this instead of being around you guys and interacting with what's in front of me. Well, so how, how, so how it's a separation thing. Hmm? How often are you taking those breaks? Because like, yeah. I, I, I'm very bad at like being on my phone and mm -hmm. then not being on my phone at all. Like people get mad at me, like oh, you yeah. can text me back, and I'm just like, yo, we I, know, I know, but it's just like, because like I understand that like you're the absolute yeah. worst. Yeah, I understand that, worst. but like mm -hmm. it's it's a thing with like technology, like mm -hmm. it's so powerful. Dude, and you interact with so many people, but like I sometimes to, I gotta disconnect. Nigga, you're in a group chat. Off. We can't get called. What do you mean? You're in a group chat and we can't hold you. I turned off all the data on my phone. Like I literally do not have internet at my house. I don't have internet on my phone. My phone makes calls and texts, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he said, bro, maybe. I get, I get so sucked into it, dude. Like, I, like two weeks ago, I turned the data back on on my phone for the first time in two years. And at a certain point, I was going through and like literally I was on Instagram fucking nonstop. And it was like, I turned it back off about four days ago. And That's... I was like, shit, man. Like, I can't be on this because my life personally, just, just me, like... I get sucked in, and mm -hmm. I, I can no longer communicate with people because I'm so sucked into that phone. It's so a, it's like, right. it's a matter of self-control with a lot of people. I it's a self-discipline thing that I had to learn because... So why I kind of lost... Not kind of. Why I lost my first job, which I'm not even mad about because I got the better job of it, Hell was yeah. <laughs> when I said... Upgrade. Preach! <laughs> when I say you're consumed to where it... Just in general, whether you're on the good side of social media or the bad side, you're consumed into you're your phone. In it's a self-discipline thing to where your market is here, your fan base is here, your community, whatever you identify it as is here. Yeah. And in a sense of where you want them to know you care or you want to keep them liking you. So you keep interacting with them there and you forget what's actually around you right now. So what I learned to do was to learn to take these breaks. So if I don't upload for a week, what I usually do is I take a day. I'm off on Saturdays and Sundays. I take Saturday to film everything for the fucking week on my YouTube. And I edit it all. I kill, like, that's a whole day of me working again. Not clocked in, not paid. Yeah, yeah. But I upload it. And then what it does, it allows me to take all that time I was spending every other day to edit and go through comments on videos. I could dedicate, take two days off and then take the Tuesday to look at the comments from Sunday, Monday. Kind of talking to people. Even though it's a lot. I could dedicate because I took those days off to like hang out with the homies or whatever. That means mm -hmm. I could stay home, dedicate two hours to go through these comments. You know, it's a balance of self-discipline mm -hmm. and learning how to sense. But that also leads to like why I said the community meetups, because we're so focused in this that we forget what the long term goal is. Like you in a business standpoint, if you're really building a brand, 
you want people to be loyal to you and what you do. And the best way to do that is to bring them as close to you as possible. And with me, my goal is to one, have majority of my community who like wants to dance, teach a dance, come to my fucking dance class or we take a class together. Let's do a community meetup. Let's meet up somewhere. Let's do something like this social media shit's not going to work because then you're going to be tied to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I know eventually it's going to become an expectation of where they want me to video reply. But as I'm doing it now and at the same time stressing to them, hey, I'm taking a break here. Hey, I won't be able to get to whatever here. I'm not being absent from letting them know what's on my mind. You know what I mean? Like when I was burnt out, like, Three months ago, I was honest with Camille. I was like, yo, guys, I've been doing, I was doing triple uploads mm -hmm. every fucking day. Like, I was knocking out three videos seven days a week for about two months straight. Christ. Skyrocketed. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they were short videos, like the, like a minute and a half, like four minutes a piece, but edited it and they was like easy to edit. I could edit like maybe seven videos in like two hours, but at the same time, it's like keeping up with that community. Yeah. But I did it because I was hiatus and inconsistent for so long. It was a repayment back. And I was honest with my community, like, yo, I'm honestly feeling burned out. And I don't want to give you guys a non-genuine reaction and in-depth. And when you learn to you don't want to treat people, exactly, you just learn to communicate with people as if they're right there. Uh -huh. Like, say me and you have an obligation to do a track, right? Yeah. And we've been knocking out song after song, and we're doing an album. We got six songs done, and we're trying to get the seventh. And I'm like, instead of me just going hiatus, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm burnt out. I need break. We've been knocking out these songs. You would have more respect and understand. I'm gonna tell you that track three because I'm I'm mixing and making beats. I'm like I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm tired. People niggas don't understand the importance of mixing a song. And I've mixed songs before, and I don't like doing can, it. Hold on, hold on. Can we get a little snap for that? Because no niggas don't understand. Niggas don't niggas understand. understand. Like, y'all don't understand how hard it is to draw something to shit that y'all no, be asking. No, and that's <laughs> You know how hard it is to eat pepperoni and cheese on hey, a man, fucking brother. crust? <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> sitting, nigga. Exactly. No, but we're joking about it. But honestly, honestly, niggas ask, hit me up for beats all the fucking Constantly. time after I posted my Snapchat. Not even y'all, right? No, no. They hit me up, bro. I got, I got you for the shot. How much you charge him? First of all, there's a beat fee. And then there's a mixing fee. That fucking beat fee, dog. <laughs> there's a beat fee and a mixing fee. And like, I don't think niggas don't understand. Well, what's the mixing fee? Nigga, what's the mixing fee? It's the whole fucking song. What do you mean? Like, you can hear the beat right now. And it sounds dope. But when I mix, you mix it, it? It's, it's, it's the crispiest shit Ooh. ever. But niggas Jelly. don't understand that. You can make a dance video right now. Yeah, we talking Popeye's And terrible lighting, no filters, <laughs> nothing. But when you edit that shit and you put the time into it to make it a fucking awesome ass video, there's a fee for that because it requires you to put extra, extra, extra work in. And just, I mean, I would say like the last, like, I'm, I started really getting into my mixing side maybe like this last few months because I would always outsource my mixing. But I know it's so important for me to know. Like, I know how to do it, but I just don't. I don't have the fucking time. I don't want to. I don't want to. I made the beat. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't want to have to go out there and do it. Sometimes I go rather. I'm driving the boat. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving the boat. The thing is, people don't know the process of a lot of things. They just see the end result. Exactly. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. Exactly. Like they're just like, oh, I want to get there. Exactly. Well, you don't no, know no. the 20, 30, 100,000 steps I took. And to be blamed to for that is like the vast majority of not explaining it. Like when I said, where I said we fucked it up to where we won, gave everybody the opportunity to build whatever business you want by sitting right the fuck in your living room 
and motherfucker your markets all the way in fucking Hong Kong, wherever the fuck you wanted to be, right? Right, right. But the downside is that, but we're also very fuckish and self-centered because we started showing off all the flaws I like that and word, shit. fuckish. <laughs> For real, like, we're, we, 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 a lot of us pretended to be like we care, which some of us do, but at the end of it, we just want to show off what the fuck we got. When no one wanted to show the fucking work they put in, which is where I said the downside came in, because you can't blame vast majority of these people coming in saying they want it now when they look on your fucking feed and all they fucking see is Lambos, watches, this and that, party, this, this and that. And now you're like, oh yeah, partying after I did this or whatever. And then you ask them, you're like, oh, we're just celebrating this. You don't show how the fuck you got it's there. It's like, no, yeah, I sat in the room And it became such a norm hours. over year, over the, year, over my, year, over my year. Favorite, my oh. fucking favorite thing Kanye West said, five beats a day for three summers. That nigga, like, that, that, that model right there, that, man, that, that nigga sat in his room for three months at a time, mm-hmm. five beats a day. That's 35 beats a week, bro. When you think about that, all that work he put into that shit, it's incredible. And but niggas only only hear the end result. You don't you didn't you didn't see the guy having pulling his damn hair out because he can't get a kick the hair on the right time. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You didn't hear the guy fucking pulling his hair out because he can't get this kicks to compress. He can't get these vocals right. All that effort to create content for these people who don't appreciate it, it's like eh. I don't. I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I, like it kind of gives me something to turn. I, I, I can make it for myself and feel real good because music's mm-hmm. my release. Yeah. But like part of the reason why I haven't released shit because like I know my shit's good. Mm-hmm. I know my shit's good and my shit's gonna be free. I don't want my shit ripped for free. I don't want that. Like, I, I don't, don't know. Kanye's been on that Trump shit and that's just weird. This is 2019. <laughs> I'm not talking about 2019. We're, we're I'm talking about graduation, Kanye, yeah. bro. <laughs> we're, we're, we're almost 2020. Wait, you bro, mean like, Kanye before he died? <laughs> They both no, they died yeah. at the same time. They died together. Pre-mortem, you know straight I mean? up. It's like, fucked up, but they did. He's like, I feel like in the arms like, of my mama. I'm telling you, like, that's I feel rap. Like if, if, hey, fucking if, bound two was a fucking masterpiece. Right? <laughs> bound facts. <laughs> Jesus, I feel like if people who 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 go to these social media sites took the time to like learn what exactly it is their favorite IG celebrities doing mm-hmm. or, their, or their favorite musicians doing actually doing mm-hmm. they would be there would be more appreciation for it and there, there, there'd be more genuine comments it, right. it falls upon us though to do that as well vice versa to where to like I said if you don't visually show it like how I said I stress it I'm like hey I've been working my ass off right this is what, you got to stress it to shift it to where they understand like Oh, this is actually a lot requirement, and then you got Tanner looking, walking up in here with a whole ass one. Eeyore. Shit. What up, boy? Damn, Eeyore. Yo, dude, let's pin the tail on this motherfucker. Fuck! I forgot my onesie. We have the same onesie. Yo, that's a that's a first world fucking sentence right there. Fuck! I forgot my onesie. Oh, I have that one too. Oh yeah, I have one of those too. What is that? Is that supposed to be Eeyore? Hell yeah, Eeyore. Okay, but he doesn't have the tail, so it makes it weird. Like less suicidal and shit. Oh God, she's the most loving dog. No, but but you should have that tail. That would be dope. Right in the middle. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Yeah, no. So like, no. I'm sorry, man. Like you said, it's on us. It's on both sides. It's on both sides. But 
I mean, I feel like if, if my job, if, if it's my job to deliver the content, if I'm putting in all the work, I mean, I can I can cater to the masses as much as I can, but the least you can do is try to learn. Exactly. What I'm saying, like, for them to respect that, I'm not saying you have to visually capture content. Mm -hmm. Don't add more work onto yourself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But if you know, like how sometimes, like, when I'm up editing, I'll catch a video. I'll put the time on, like, when I'm awake. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll say, been up since then. That wasn't much more than adding a little text, but some people read that and understand, like, oh, this motherfucker's been up for a minute editing mm -hmm. these videos. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In a sense of where... You have to build a certain tolerance and respect of yourself to that for people to understand, for them to have respect of your craft. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, by That's letting right. them understand that you are disciplined, like, this is what the fuck it takes, mm -hmm. they build a big respect because they see it. When they're so used to seeing just the, like you said, the instant gratification or the, the end result of it. You know what I mean? Which is a downside to how things go. Like, build your craft, make it a masterpiece, and when people ask, or if you don't even show them, like you doing in the work or whatever. If they ask you, because some people will, let them know what the fuck it took. I feel like, so like, I, I, you weren't here. And I, so let me let me bring you into my world. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm creating this page. I'm building my brand. And so I've, I've been watching a lot of, you know, producers, how they, how they put their stuff out there. Mm -hmm. And it's all stuff that I can do. You know what I mean? I'm, I, like I said, I'm, I'm at the point where I, I know my shit's dope. Let me put it out there. Like I, I'm, I'm comfortable with my music now, um, and so I'm, I'm not. I feel like if I make a video of me showing how I got the sample, mm -hmm. me chopping the sample, me uh, organizing the sample for my track. That's enough work. Like that, that's enough effort of me, of me letting you into the life of, of what of a content creator. Like, I shouldn't have to go out my way for you to, you know, for you to, I don't know, to spit know. it out, Jordan. I should. Have, I should have use your words, son. I use shouldn't your have words. to go out my way for y'all <laughs> to right get here. the message. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm going. I'm taking my time. I'm editing these videos and I'm doing all this work. You guys know exactly what I'm doing. If you have any of the questions, I'll answer your questions, but seek the information yourself. And like, like you said, we get all this instant gratification because everyone's catering to everyone. The world doesn't coddle, coddle us, man. Life sucks. Life's, life's going to spit you up. I don't know, man. Life's pretty good, honestly. Like, it's pretty good now. Uh, right fucking now. Brett. <laughs> all right, all right. So, kind of just what you said at the beginning there is actually I'm going to transition this into a question for him. Where do you... Into the mic. Where do you draw the line between like not letting yourself become complacent with where you're at and you know kind yeah. of doing stuff like setting small goals and like, keeping you, yourself you, from advancing? If you become complacent and you know you get you go okay I'm happy with where I'm at, you stop that growth, mm -hmm. you're done. Yeah. So um, where, like, but if you go too far beyond that, then you're also done. You're yeah. done. Yeah. Then you're yeah. killing yourself. Yeah. It's in a. Yeah. What I drilled in my brain is literally like, if I go home right now and I sit down mm -hmm. for an hour and do nothing, that's a kick in the ass to get shit done. So it's a thing where I don't allow myself to get too comfortable with whatever the fuck it is I'm doing. You know what I mean? If I'm editing too long, I cut that shit short and I take a break because then I know I'm getting too drowned into it and I'm burning myself out. 
You know what I mean? If I feel like I'm like as soon as I feel like I'm forcing a reaction, like it, like it could I could like when I said I could have knocked out the seven videos, right. I was like I could easily, no doubt, been like, yo, what to do? Da, 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 boom boom, and make it look believable and feel genuine as fuck. But I felt so weighted down by it, so it's like I pay keen attention to, and it goes to knowing who the fuck you are. Like you gotta understand yourself both mentally, spiritually the whole nine oh, yeah. and be honest to you. Like you got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be dead honest with yourself when you're fucking up, when you're being lazy as shit, when you're not getting shit done, when you're getting shit done, humbling yourself. Like a that's lot of people get caught up. Yo, with, like it. That's Yo, a man in the mirror type 100%. shit right there. Yeah. Now to, to that, what he just said was our whole entire problem as us as a group. Yes. We allow excuses to rule our lives. We can say we just got off work and that's why we're not doing shit. We're fucking tired. But like, uh, we don't work the next Bro, day till two. <laughs> yeah, it's me. That's fucking me. Like I, I know for a fact when I got off work at twelve o'clock, I'm not trying to be on my computer at the three in the morning making a beat. You know, I no, know for a fact. I'm fucking exhausted. Tired. I'm exhausted. But if I don't work the next day till four, what the fuck? What, what, what am I? What am I bitching about? I can sleep. I can sleep whenever, but I gotta get this idea out of my head. I, mm -hmm. I gotta get this work out now while I'm up, while I'm awake. I can get it out right now. But honestly, so, your head that, that separates the uh, the normal people from the greats, honestly, because mm -hmm. they yeah. take they do that extra mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what makes them fantastic. That's because what we have. While you sleep. While you sleep, they put it in that work. 2020 you vision. Cord, you could ask Cordy how many times I've messaged his ass at 2, 3, 4 a.m. Right. Yeah. And see what you don't understand? We have a fucking time zone change. <laughs> <laughs> so you be calling me, it's like what you think is 10 a.m. Bitch, it's 7 a.m. where I am. And I'm like, nigga. Hmm, Y'all need to chill. But it's a, it's, it's a real no, thing like, of <laughs> when it goes into it not being too comfortable with what it is. Like when yeah. you understand who you are, yeah. before you can, if you're working as a team, as a group, like why I respect Cordy and why I know I could call him out on his shit and I know he can call me out on my shit because the first thing he fucking said to me is like, yo, if you fucking don't like it, if you don't like how the fuck I'm handling shit, <laughs> let me fucking know. Mm -hmm. Comfortability is death, straight up. <laughs> like for real. And before getting into it, like, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and understand that and call yourself out before yeah. you can call another person out. Like, you can't be a part of a team mm -hmm. and hold each other accountable to you can be like, all right, damn, I've been really lazy as fuck for the past couple exactly. of days. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, that that realization. And so, like, I know, I know, I know for a fact I can't, I can't commit to doing something seven days a week. I know for, I know I can get, knock out one solid ass day. Mm -hmm. I know I can get one, two, two, two days out. And I'll make that my I make that my vision. Mm -hmm. Jalen asked me for the podcast. He said we gotta have that that beat done for the podcast by Monday. I sent it to him on Monday. Because I, it was it was something important and it's something we're trying to push out. And if I'm gonna be the guy who's creating the music for it, mm -hmm. I better have it done. Did I have it done? I sat like I got off work, I sat by my computer, I was like, I gotta have a good mix before I give it to Jalen. And I was like, I can't get the case to kick. I can't get this case to punch through the beat. How did I figure out? I'm mm -hmm. on YouTube. I'm looking through my fucking um my notes from back when I was in college. Shout out to YouTube tutorials. Yo, Nick. you're not wrong. <laughs> Yo, you're not wrong. I, I, I swear, I swear. Nigga, it's another is, thing we revolutionized. You, know you can make neon signs on Illustrator. This is like you this know is, the first video ever uploaded on YouTube was probably like a dance video or something by a kid. 
And then people are like, oh, this gets mad views. What if I start adding a business aspect? Like when I say we like revolutionize the good and the bad, but like to go back a little bit and properly answer the question he asked me, how do you, uh, what was it again you had? Like basically knowing yeah, when not to, there's, there's a, a line between, line. where do you define that line? Before, between overworking between, and between like underworking. And overworking yeah. So with that, it's like he said, when he said he knows he can dedicate one day a week, it doesn't. A lot of people think when they say you got to be willing to do the extra work, they're thinking like, I fucking just worked a 24-hour shift and I got to dedicate three hours. If you can even dedicate 10 minutes to get an idea concept out of your head, hold yourself from falling asleep for 10 minutes mm -hmm. a day. Exactly. That better, puts you far ahead than every that other also, person that works a 24 or 12-hour shift. It, all it takes is going that extra little bit mm -hmm. above everybody else. So like... For example, with me, when I started dance, I hated dance. Like I hated taking just dance classes for a hot minute. But I was like, everybody else is taking the same dance classes I'm taking. Everyone was doing the same thing I'm doing. So mm -hmm. before I go into this freestyle battle, what mm -hmm. did I do? I would go into the studio and I'd be there and be like, fuck it. I dedicate an hour because I know I could dedicate an hour or two before I clock in and mm -hmm. finish leaving the studio at four when I got to be at work at eight. Mm -hmm. And that's just me because mm -hmm. I know I could dedicate that because yeah. I know I'm gonna be up. And I'm not going to be doing shit. Mm -hmm. So instead of me not doing shit, why don't I use it? Hell yeah. To uh, piggyback off of that, I used to dance too. Same thing in the studio, dancing in the mirror. Hours. Bro. Sweating your balls off. Fucking brag about it. Tired and shit. <laughs> and it's just, it's kind of like a, a euphoric feeling when you like actually get it done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and sure. you, and it's like, it's like anything when you, when you finish a project, when you, you finish making a mm -hmm. beat mm -hmm. or whatever, once you... Put in that work and you actually get it done. Mm -hmm. The feeling of accomplishment is it overcomes all the hurt, pain, tiredness, mm -hmm. everything, and it's so great. So even like I remember like one time uh, I was learning how to build uh, websites. Mm -hmm. I spent literally like I, I think sixteen hours <laughs> in one fucking day mm -hmm. to build learn how to build a website. And when I finished it, mm -hmm. bruh. Yeah, like, yes. did you see his website? No, did you Bruh. so good. The newsletter heads that you did, cake. He said, cake. No, oh that, my I, god. I, yeah, that satisfaction once you get something done. Like I didn't, like I. Okay, let me tell myself, I have a shit ton of beats, and they're all unfinished. Mm -hmm. Like I get the idea out, it sounds dope. I Snapchat it. Everyone's hit me up, and nothing happens for it. And like I'm really bad about finishing finishing the work, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Until it got to the point where I got put on my ass with my friends, and now I'm like, you know what? Let me let me figure out the best way to do this. Let me devote the time and like just getting the beat for the podcast done, mm -hmm. sitting down for an hour or two, getting that beat done crispy enough so I can get it to my engineer. Man, like, it, it, I felt so good. And then he texted me and me, like, bro, it shit slaps. Like, that that right mm -hmm. there was so, I was so happy to hear that because I, I know I put the work in to get it to him. I, I know I did that. So, like, that. Touch on that. Which makes me no, happy because oh. I don't have to do such a big mix on it. I can yeah. literally just do a little, huh? And then that's it. Yeah. That's why that's what I was just like, thank waves, God. Waves, plugins, love it. You also have, <laughs> to touch on that, like, I think this is like a lesson, really, just for anyone who's listening or whatever, like, just going forward, whatever you want to do. Cause you know, you do have those people who are just like, 
uh, like the whole uh, I can't be bothered mentality, which I am guilty of. You know, mm-hmm. you'd be comfortable, you'd be like chilling. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred percent. Here's, here's what gets me the fuck up, even when I think about. I mean, a lot of people once they have the mentality, understand that this is a long term thing. Like it takes a long time to see success. They tend to also take that as I can relax a little bit since it's gonna take a while. Yeah. But what they don't get, and this is what I've driven into myself to where it kicks my ass every time. Mm-hmm. How bad have you felt when you put off something and then the next day comes and you're like, fuck, I yeah. could have done this. Fuck. What was that fucking feel like? Honest to God, like that feeling of like, I could have gone to the gym today. I didn't go. And then you're like, fuck, seeing everyone else in the gym. Yeah. Or then you go in and you're like, fuck, are you about to do a video? And then you see like, there's a day where you don't have a video and then you see someone else post some like that feeling of like. Could have been small regret, but mm-hmm. you never did. Exactly. Keep that feeling in the back of your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And every time you tell yourself, I can put off, remember that. Yeah. I don't. That I, will kickstart you to do whatever the fuck it is. Because I hate. And this goes also for whether like saving money. It goes all the way around. Remember the negative. People tell you like, don't keep the negative. Fuck that. Like hold on to the negative as a remembrance. Don't resonate in it. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I hated the feeling of being broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I made damn sure. Like now, I used to go to. This, I used to be that person where I had to rationalize everything I'd buy. Like, yeah. oh, our uh, next paycheck's gonna come around. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Like, <laughs> whenever I go to the store now and I'm like, oh, I like those pair of shoes, I immediately start feeling the feeling like, ooh, that feeling of like you look in your bank account and you like, Do you I gotta go to the, you go to the gas station and you credit a dollar to get a full tank and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So We've and then you there. you waiting for the check to hit so it don't hit negative whatever your bad your your full tank is before it come in. Negative thirty five, like, bro. Bro, know, right? <laughs> bro, that feeling, yeah, that feeling resonates in me to where like I automatically and like, also people are like that instant gratification ties into you. Like, do I really need these now? Like, do I really need to do this? Like, I hate this feeling, so I'm just gonna like handle this now, so I don't feel that later. Cause that feeling sucks more than the feeling I'm gonna have when I'm fucking slaving or like putting in the hours of this work. So like the weighing the one, I don't want to ever deal with that mentally. So I'm just gonna fucking knock it out of the park. <sighs> Yo, so so I'm we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> Got, um, let me thank let me you. let me first say, Julian, thank you for coming in uh, and having a conversation. Yes, that was that was, Corlin, Corlin, thank you for coming and have a cock. For, for sure, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming now, and having a cock. Let's be straight. That's now, exactly what he says. <laughs> no, 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 now, fellas, there is something that we do here on our on our podcast. It's called Pass the Dutch. Pass the Dutch playlist. Now, the Pass the Dutch playlist is. Any song that you vibe with, you don't have to smoke to it, but that's the that's the general that's vibe. The vibe. That's, that's the vibe. vibe. That's the vibe. And so you're gonna look at your phone, your playlist, and pick a song. Give us a song. Give us the artist. Give us the artist, and then say that song, and then we'll wrap up into our conclusion. Um, I I while y'all looking, I I really appreciate this. You know, this is um this is super dope. Like honestly. Our Jalen can te- uh, can you know preach to this. We just got our asses kicked by our friends talking about our music and the vision we have for 2020. Mm-hmm. And as a group, we refuse to be stagnant in 2020. We have too many people who have, who do too many things in this group here, right here. That all right. work together, and we're <laughs> down the fucking me. street from each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've and we've 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 trimmed the fat. Community. We've we, we've we've trimmed the fat of the group. 
We know who's with us, who knows who's not with us. We understand what we're going to do and we're going to take off and consider it a resolution, I guess. But like, we're not. Yeah. I don't do New Year resolutions. Well, you don't, but consider it, do. <laughs> consider <laughs> it like that. Like, we. Content. We're on our shit. We're on our shit. We're on our shit. We, are on our shit. we have no excuses. 2020 is going to be insane. We, I got, court, we got 2020 vision yeah, for 2020, 2020, yo. It's going to be live. Um, Jules. What is your song for the past the Dutch playlist, my brother? Mm. Go to Cordy. I gotta like this is no, I'm, I'm fighting between Jay two. I'm gonna go with Lone Wolf and Cub by Thundercat, my basis. Oh he the man. If y'all don't know who this man is, y'all sleep. He been on all y'all favorite artists' albums. Y'all don't know it. Playing the bass with fucking twenty hands, I swear to God. Don't he, go. Oh, don't he, he is an octopus at the base, okay, like straight up. Yeah. Cordy, what All we right. got? Uh, I got mine. So this is just going back to like just this whole past year, what song I was really vibing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Help me through like, you know, just everyday life. For me, it was Coming Alive by Two Another. Okay. Shout out to my main man, Alistair, ironically Jules' cousin, uh, for introducing me to this artist. And I truly thank you for that, sir. For me, it's gonna be uh, "We Dreamin'" by T Grizzly. Like that song has been like I heard it, and for me, that was one of the first songs where he emphasized a whole group of collective people he fucked with. Mm-hmm. And this past year, I have lost a lot of people. I have cut off a lot of people. I have rekindled with a lot of people, mm-hmm. and naturally, over selection of growth myself, mm-hmm. have brought the people that need to be in my life into it. And the dream has just like kicked off. Oh shit! And, like shit's lined up in 2020 that people don't even know oh, about. Shit. We ain't playing with these <laughs> niggas no so, like, more. Bro. <laughs> I don't even right fucking there. know. Oh shit! We got a <laughs> we got a deep this ass. This nigga right here is on to something. We oh, got a God. we got a deep ass passage those playlist. Okay, I'm fucking deep cut. All right, all right. Um, I'm gonna pick Suede by No Worries and Anderson Pack. Shit rides, bro. Um. If I call that's you a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> like that shit rides. You put me on to that on the way here. That shit rides, bro. You was fucking me up with them niggas. I was like, yeah, man. Now you hit. Now you hit. No problems. All right, she has swayed by no worries and it's NXW. Yeah, NX worries and energy packs on that track. Um, Julian, give them your social media, brother. Um, you can find me everything at KidZim. That's K1DZ1M. You know, mm-hmm. Invader Zim Kid Booth. I thought it originated, so. Fuck with it. Board. I'm jealous, but I fuck with it. Go ahead. Anime shit. Anime shit, 100%. Um, Cordy, Instagram, shout out. They already Instagram, got out. Snapchat, ours. Facebook. I don't know. Instagram. Now you I got mean, y'all want to follow my Snapchat, you can. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, my Cordy. Snapchat is the Cordy. Um, and then my Instagram is Cordy underscore Vintage. It needs to be the with Cordy. With a C or a K? <laughs> Probably with a C, always. With a C. Yeah. Um, like his name um, Like always, you can follow me at Jordo, spelled the French way, J-O-R-D-E-A-U-X, period, underscore. That is my IG, Jay. You got your Instagram? Optimus Prime 13. <laughs> it's Optimist. I'm gonna I'm switch it to J Line. Thank you. I'm gonna tell yeah. you that, but you know I'll switch, I'll switch it. You're, thank you. You're a beautiful soul, anyway. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, You're such a beautiful. To soul. all of our listeners, <laughs> to all of our fans, I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, it's been Jordo, J Line, and we are the Suburban Gangsters. Thank y'all for listening.